Every day, the Rundown podcast keeps you in the loop about the people and places that shape Chicago. The show is possible thanks to the ongoing support of listeners like you who understand the value of our work to keep you engaged. Support the Rundown podcast at wbez.org slash rundown donate. And thank you. Good morning. Welcome to Monday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. Lots happening in the last few days with the state legislature. Here are a few updates. For those of us who use the CTA, we've all encountered a grumpy bus driver or two, and we've most definitely seen other unruly riders who get drivers worked up as well. Now, I know you're not one of those riders, but you've seen them. Well, Illinois lawmakers have passed a measure that would allow transit agencies like the CTA and Metra to suspend people who pose a threat to workers or to other riders. Their fare cards could be suspended for assault and battery, sexual assault, and plain public indecency. Matt Hansen is a Democratic representative from Batavia. He says the goal is more safety on public transit. We will only get better at attracting riders and attracting and retaining employees by making the place safer. Now, riders who receive a suspension would be able to appeal the decision and attend a hearing to defend themselves. And this measure doesn't just allow suspensions. It would also incentivize transit authorities to purchase zero-emission vehicles, and it would subsidize reduced fares for some eligible riders. The measure is now headed to the governor. I've been talking here and there on the show about the outlandish amount of medical debt Americans are dealing with right now, especially for those who are uninsured or underinsured. This past March, a report came out that detailed the devastation medical debt causes for Black and immigrant families in particular across Illinois. Advocates behind the report called for hospitals to do something about this. They backed a proposed state law that would mandate hospitals to screen uninsured patients to see if they're eligible for discounted care or Medicaid. My colleague Kristen Schorsch is reporting that under this measure, hospitals could not improperly bill patients or send them to collections if they're eligible for assistance. Right now, hospitals are not required to screen uninsured patients. They only have to tell them that help exists. State lawmakers have approved the bill, and it still needs to go to Governor J.B. Pritzker for a signature. The measure comes as Cook County is looking to erase up to $1 billion in medical debt. There's also a new measure that can make it possible for Illinois residents without U.S. citizenship status to work as law enforcement officers. My colleague Mawa Iqbal is reporting that the measure would open the door for people like DACA recipients. That's the Federal Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. Now, some Republicans question how a person could take an oath to uphold the Constitution as a sworn officer if they haven't been naturalized. But several members of the Latino Legislative Caucus pushed back on that, including Senator Omar Aquino. He said DACA recipients are already allowed to serve in the U.S. military. If you're good enough to pay the ultimate sacrifice and lay down your life for this country, I believe that you should be afforded the opportunity to serve and protect your country and your community. This measure also still needs the governor's signature. We're going to get back to updates from state lawmakers in a minute. But first, do you live near a freight warehouse in the Chicago area? That's those big old parking lots where semi-trucks come and go, start, stop, idle. Well, the Sun-Times is reporting on some new findings from an advocacy group called the Environmental Defense Fund. 
They're saying your health is at risk if you live near a freight warehouse. Diesel fumes from freight warehouses are tied to respiratory illnesses, low birth rates, and even dementia. The Environmental Defense Fund counted over 17,000 of these warehouses in the 10 states that it looked at, including almost 25,000 in Illinois. And the homes of Black, Latinx, Asian, and American Indian folks were disproportionately affected. Experts are connecting this to a history of redlining and other discriminatory policies in those areas. And new and existing distribution facilities, plus the roads that serve them, are more likely to be located near communities of color and low-wealth areas. The study found that in total, nearly 2 million people in Illinois live dangerously close to one of these warehouses. The state is looking to zero-emission vehicles to deal with some of this. You can find the full story at chicago.suntimes.org. And now for a couple quick hits. One more update from the State House. The remains of thousands of Native Americans are currently held by Illinois museums and universities, and there's a plan to bury those remains that's headed to Governor J.B. Pritzker as well. The Illinois House gave final legislative approval to the measure one supporter said aims to reverse 200 years of bad practices in the state. Reporting by ProPublica found that the Illinois State Museum controls the remains of at least 7,000 Native Americans disinterred a century or more ago. And Brittany Griner played her first home game with the Phoenix Mercury yesterday since returning from being detained in Russia. And she played our own Chicago Sky. Now the Sky handed Griner and the Mercury a defeat, but she said it meant so much more than that. The New York Times is reporting that Griner hugged Sky players before the game and wiped away tears. She said, quote, part of the process of healing is kind of just letting it out. As for the weather, it looks like a nice day today. High near 80 degrees and partly cloudy. And the rest of the week is looking pretty good, too. And that's it for now. But this afternoon, there is a record number of anti-transgender bills across the country. But Governor J.B. Pritzker says Illinois is a safe haven for transgender people. But how safe is it? In Illinois, we have more legal recourse. Mm. That does not mean that it inoculates or protects us from all of the other day-to-day harms that can happen. Two leaders at Brave Space Alliance are going to talk about the precarious state of trans rights, both locally and nationally. That's coming up today at 2 o'clock on The Rundown. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you later. 